Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. Today's episode is a Bible study on part one of chapter six of the book of John. If you haven't checked out the previous chapters, I have all of my Bible studies and study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire. You can go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Fuels My Fire, or I'll also have it linked in the show notes here. Just click on that link, request to be in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll go on the units tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. All right, so without further ado, let's get into this Bible study. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the miraculous sign that he had performed on the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and came down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover feast was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test them, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Okay, so I'm going to stop here for a minute and discuss these verses with you guys. So first I just wanted to mention that when Jesus went to be alone in places, a lot of the times big crowds would follow him. And they would follow him because they would see these miraculous signs that he would do and they wanted to see more miraculous signs and they wanted to learn from him. I'm going to read further, starting at verse 7. Philip answered him, Eight months' wages would not buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will that go among so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and the men sat down, about five thousand of them. Jesus then took the loaves gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. All right, so let's discuss these verses here. Jesus asked Philip, where shall he buy the bread to eat? And Philip said that eight months' wages would not buy enough bread for each to have a bite. Philip was so worried about the cost of the bread and how many people there were. He wasn't thinking that Jesus Christ was right here beside him. And then we have Andrew over here that found this boy that had five small loaves of bread and two small fish. And he told Jesus how much this boy had. And he said, well, how far along will this go with so many? So instead of being like Philip and thinking about how much it would cost to feed so many, Andrew went and found a boy that had some. But he still was thinking, how would this go so far? And they both didn't realize the power of the person that was with them, the power of Jesus Christ. So instead of Jesus answering the questions that Andrew and Philip had, he did even better. He showed them how this would be distributed. He showed them how five small loaves of barley bread and two small fish could feed 5,000 people. So he told them to have all the people sit down, and they sat down on the grass, and then he took these loaves of bread, five small loaves, and distributed them among 5,000 people as much as they wanted. It doesn't say that he gave them one loaf a piece or a few pieces. He distributed as much bread and fish as they wanted. He took these five loaves of bread and these two fish and distributed as much as 5,000 people wanted. That's the power of Jesus Christ right there. That's the power. And that just goes to show that if we believe in him and we do as he says, 
Jesus has got us. He's got us. He will take care of us. If we seek him, he will feed us. He will give us drink. He gives us living water. And he is the bread of life, which we'll learn about that further. So I'm not going to go into that because that's for next Bible study. But that just goes to show that if we seek Jesus, he will feed us. And and the power that Jesus Christ has and that he feeds the hungry. So I'm going to keep reading further, starting at verse 12. When they all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. Alright, I'm just going to stop here real quick. Twelve baskets, guys, left over. The pieces left over from these five loaves of bread. Small hardly loaves of bread. There was 12 baskets, and these aren't just like small baskets. These were the big, huge baskets. 12 of them they filled with the pieces left over. That's crazy. That is so crazy, you guys. And whenever I was reading this, when I was doing my study so I could teach you guys about this, I was reading the verses here where he said, gather the pieces that are left over let nothing be wasted. It's like, why would he want to gather the pieces left over? But Jesus was generous and he wasn't wasteful and he wanted to make good use of everything. And these pieces could be used for birds or different things, but he didn't want to waste anything. But also here, because we see in these verses that with the pieces left over, it filled up 12 big, huge baskets, that that's an illustration for us to know how much food they actually had. Because once they were all full and they had as much as they wanted and they couldn't eat anymore, there was still 12 huge baskets full just from the leftovers. Jesus doesn't only feed his people, he feeds his people as much as they want and gets them full and still there's leftovers. All right, so I'm going to start back at verse 14. After the people saw the miraculous sign that Jesus did, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who has come into the world. Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. Alright, so I'm just going to discuss these verses here with you guys. So like we know, Jesus came on this earth and had a mission to save lives, to die on the cross for our sins, to forgive us of our sins, to raise three days later, and whoever believes in him shall have eternal life. Jesus went to this mountain by himself because he didn't want the people to try to make him king by force. The crowd wanted to use Jesus to throw off the Roman oppression. They saw these miraculous signs that he did and they saw that he fed the 5,000. So they wanted to make him a king by force. And Jesus went to pray on this mountain because he wasn't interested in the applause of the crowd. He wasn't interested in all of that. He was more interested in having that relationship with his father in heaven and doing the will of God the Father. And he wasn't going to let anything stop him or get in the way of that. All right, so now I'm going to continue further, starting at verse 16. When evening came, his disciples went down to the lake, where they got into the boat and set off across the lake for Capernaum. By now it was dark, and Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing, and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed three or three and a half miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on the water, and they were terrified. But he said to them, It is I, don't be afraid. Then they were willing to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. 
Alright, so let's discuss these verses here. So his disciples got on a boat and set across the lake for Capernaum. And there was a strong wind and there was really rough waters. So it was a lot of hard work for them to row three or three and a half miles in these rough waters with the waves crashing and the wind blowing hard. And it was dark outside. And then they saw Jesus walking on water. And he was approaching them. And they were terrified because it was dark. They thought it was a ghost or a spirit. They didn't know that it was Jesus walking on water. But then he said, it is I, don't be afraid. And I love verse 21 here because it says they were willing to take him into the boat. And this just goes to show that Jesus waited to come onto the boat until his disciples willingly received him. And this is a good illustration of us receiving the words of Jesus Christ, the truth of the Bible, and us believing in Jesus Christ and receiving him into our hearts. Jesus is always right there, and he will be there to give us peace and to comfort us, just like he told them, do not be afraid, it is I. And he gave them peace in that moment that they were terrified. But he also waits to come until we receive him, until we willingly say, Jesus, come into our hearts, forgive us of our sins, or we willingly accept Jesus into our lives. And I love that because it was a good demonstration that he didn't just come onto the boat. He wanted to make sure that they received him onto the boat. He could have easily just come onto the boat and immediately immediately once he went on that boat they reached the shore where they were heading so for three to three and a half miles they were rowing this boat with these rough waters and it was dark and it was windy and there was a storm a brewing and as soon as he got in that boat they immediately reached the shore that they were heading so as soon as they accepted him and they willingly received him their hard work was finished. They got to their destination. That right there is powerful, you guys. We have to be willing to receive the teaching of Jesus Christ, the testimonies about Jesus Christ, and to ask him into our hearts and receive him into our hearts and know that Jesus is the Son of God and that he did walk on the earth, live a sinless life, died on the cross for our sins, rose three days later, and that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And he will always come through for us. So now I'm going to continue reading at verse 22. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the opposite shore of the lake realized that only one boat had been there, and that Jesus had not entered it with his disciples, but that they had gone away alone. Then some boats from Tiberias landed near where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. Once the crowd realized that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went to Capernaum in search of Jesus. So these are the last verses that I'm going to read here in part one of chapter six of the book of John. But I'm just going to discuss these verses with you guys here. So this crowd realized that there was only one boat that had left and that the disciples had went alone. So Jesus wasn't in that boat with them. But they couldn't find Jesus. They were in search for Jesus because they wanted to make him king. They wanted to force him to be king. So whenever these boats came from Tiberias and they realized that Jesus nor his disciples were there, then they went on the boats in search of Jesus. They wanted to find him because they saw him feed the 5,000. And for greedy reasons, they wanted to see more miraculous signs he could do and 
if he could give him more food and different things like that, which we'll see more of this in part two of chapter six of the book of John. All right, so that concludes this Bible study. Before I let you go, I did want to say a quick prayer, so if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Lord, I pray that you open up their eyes, their ears, their hearts, their mind to you, Lord, that they see the truth of your words and your power and your mercy and your grace and that you feed the hungry and you will come through for them and they just have to accept the testimonies about you. They have to accept you into their hearts and once they do, to spread the gospel to others and let other people know about you and how amazing you are so that everyone they know and love will know about you and have a relationship with you and when it's their time to go that they'll be going to heaven. I love you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys so much. I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.